Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun, City, Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays. Today, for the first time on the podcast, we'll be talking about a worldwide destination and it's South Africa. South Africa, the Rainbow Nation, is roughly 17 times the size of Ireland and is home to over 50 million people, with just over 3,000 Irish visiting it in 2018. South Africa has three capital cities, Pretoria, the executive capital, Bloemfontein, the judicial capital and Cape Town, the legislative capital. Its largest city is Johannesburg and it has 11 official languages, including English, Afrikaans and Zulu. It boasts the longest wine route in the world with over 500 wineries in the Cape Winelands and it has over 2,500 kilometres of coastline. Kruger National Park is home to Africa's Big Five, the lion, leopard, rhino, elephant and buffalo and its seas are home to the marine Big Five, the southern right whale, the great white shark, the Cape fur seal, the African penguin and many dolphins. It's super multicultural, vibrant and is something for every type of holidaymaker. To talk all things South Africa, Stephen and I are joined by two clickies making their podcast debut. From our sales team, we have Rachel, who has been in travel for 21 years and click and go for a year and a half. But most importantly, she went on a fabulous holiday to South Africa in November. Mm -hmm. And we were all extremely jealous of every photo that she posted. Extremely jealous. Yeah. We were delighted when she came home. And from our marketing team, we have our marketing manager and South Africa native, Jill. Hello. Jill moved to Dublin from Johannesburg almost five years ago and has been in Click and Go for almost four. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Looking forward to hearing all about South Africa. I think <laughs> it's a. we always talk about bucket list destinations in the pod and without a shadow of a doubt... Oh, it South definitely Africa is, is definitely right up there. List. It's in the yeah. top three bucket list for I think nearly everybody. Yeah, most and definitely. I think something as well we need to start off with is your bucket list trip. <laughs> when was December? Was it November? November. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was just. That so was like a couple of months on the planning. Yeah. So where did you start? So we started off in Cape Town. We flew Emirates, Dublin, mm. Dubai, Dubai, Cape Town, and we had. Uh, three nights in Cape Town. So we stayed in the Twelve Apostles out in Camps Bay. Okay. Fabulous, fabulous hotel. It's one of the Red Carnation hotels. That was a leading hotel, um, leading hotel worldwide. That's like a beach area, Camps Bay. Camps it? Bay, yeah. yeah. So you are about 20, 25 minutes from the V&A waterfront itself. Mm. Um, but the hotel does have its own shuttle service a couple of times a day. Um, so from there, then you can do Tabor Mountain, you can do Robben Island. So you um, didn't stay in Cape Town centre itself no no I had been to this is my second time to South Africa and the first time there I had been to have apostles and blown away but I only had two nights the first time so we went back for the third so sort of to to give everyone an idea Camps Bay would be sort of the Kalini yeah wouldn't it be very much so exactly that's what it's like it's like it's sort of it's a fairly it's fairly affluent yeah. in Camps Bay, isn't it? Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's an upmarket and area. Apartments and houses. Private residences and yeah, and it's a beach. And the Twelve Apostles is made into the mountain. It's set in the mountains, yeah. so you have the background of it. It's just the backdrop of it. Yeah, it's beautiful actually. I was there. No, we we done not the same extent of what you had done, Rachel. But we I stayed out 
we stayed in Cape Town itself, mm. went out to Camps Bay for like a day trip and there was a big, can't think the name of the big hotel, there was a big hotel right on the seafront and all the restaurants, it was quite a small, it's not It's not huge by any Twelve search. Apostles is a small hotel, yeah. exactly, it's a boutique yeah. hotel, exactly, yeah. Lovely. Um, I'm missing it now. But sitting right. like directly, it, it faces the ocean then, mm. yeah, so you have a main road and then the ocean then. Mm. So you, you said there but went into to Cape went Town? Went into Cape Town, exactly, and yeah. how did you find Cape Town? Oh, I love it, I have to say, yeah. <laughs> what did you do there's when you were just there? something for everybody, exactly, yeah. And and for restaurants for every taste. Um so when we were there we did um Table Mountain. Lovely. Uh went up, took the cable car up and you have to be I always say when you're if you're doing Table Mountain, be careful before you go and take the bus up or a taxi up, mm. look behind you. If there's any sort of cloud mm. on the mountain, there's no point in going up because visibility would be very, very poor. Yeah. So if it's a clear day, I tend to go in the afternoon because the clouds tend to shift in the afternoon. Okay, mm. yeah. So in the afternoon, take the cable car up, um, up to the mountain up there, then like a little restaurant and like a little walking trail you can go out and do. And you'd easily spend an hour, an hour and a half yeah. up there, but the views are amazing. I'd say so. And when you're going up, the cable, tar- cable car rotates Forms, as yeah. you're going oh, up. Class. So you're just getting like, Perfect Full 360. 360 views as you're going up exactly. Yeah, wow, yeah, amazing. Um, from there, then we came back down and with NAC helicopters, we did a helicopter ride over down pretty much to Camps Bay and Hope Bay, okay. and then back up. Wow. Um, we were yeah we were kind of spoiled ourselves that on expensive? that trip. The helicopter trip I think ran at about. 110 euro per person so it wasn't overly expensive so it was something that you wanted to treat yourself exactly if you wanted to treat yourself it was worth it though was it oh god yeah yeah yeah. just for (laughs) aerial views and all the photographs and videos so it's a bucket list thing to do in a bucket list destination exactly Exactly. I mean if you're going on a bucket list holiday like go all out yeah but I mean it's I I presume like again I was there but many 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 years ago it's still cheap to eat and drink and oh yeah because it's pretty much what 16 17 rand to I the think euro it's 16 rand to the euro now at the minute so yeah yes it yeah it did it would be way way less sort of less expensive than what than, than yeah. to yeah. eat and drink yeah. in, in yeah. dublin exactly yeah yeah and what's yeah. the there's the the very center of cape town it's the v, v so the v and a waterfront okay. so that's just full of there's a hotel dotted around it and then you have the it's like a, a waterfront marina area mm. We'll have the boats going over to Robben Island or they'd have, let's say, whale watching charters going out and deep sea fishing charters that go out from there. But, but it's full of restaurants and, and bars and um, they have like local artists, performers right, come yeah. in and they'll, they'll sing and they'll dance and there's all entertainment dotted around. And like Cape Town, would you go? I think I was there for a week. How long were you there for in total? So we did just under three because oh, we did the whole nights. garden route right. and we or did three weeks, you know, three three weeks, weeks exactly. But in, yeah. Cape Town itself. but in Cape Town itself, we did three nights. Three nights, mm. yeah. And it was like it was plenty enough. Mm. I, I, if I had another day, I would have gone out and done at the Boulder Beach where you have the African penguin colony oh, on the beach. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I love to see the penguins. It, it is an amazing <laughs> experience. You can go on the beach and all the penguins kind of come around you and then really good yeah. photographs that you can take. So if I had an extra day, I would have done that. Yeah. I kind of crammed a lot into. My three three. Yeah. So from from Cape Town, this might apply to all along the the, the Cape. Is the excursions that you can do, um, Great White Shark Dive, mm. which I done, um, whale watching, mm-hmm. Robin Island, um, there's there's tons, isn't there? There's so much to do from Cape. Yes. Town. So Cape Town, as I said, so it's your top, your top must sees or must dos would be Table Mountain, Robin Island. Um, we booked in, uh, we booked a table at the Silo Hotel. Mm. 
Um, and they do, they have a fabulous rooftop uh, terrace. Yeah. So you do sunset cocktails. Oh, lovely. So you just Sounds book like your Stevens tables. Yeah. Jam, all right. Yeah. Rooftop bar. Are you sold? Them, love them. Yeah, but love again, them. the sunset gone down, the views, the table mountain, you just, it's picture, postcard, photograph opportunity. And that's a Silo Hotel. Silo Hotel. Yeah. And it's right in the V&A waterfront. Brilliant. So Brilliant. you can have your cocktails and then uh, go and have dinner in one of the restaurants then. Or vice versa, have dinner and then, an early dinner and then go have cocktails. Yeah. And bu- bus- busting a myth as well. Very safe. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly. I, I think yeah, there yeah. are um, there are myths, aren't there? That it's you know it's it's not safe and it's not secure. Absolute. Like, yeah, like anywhere, you just need to keep your wits about you. Yeah. Um, no more than Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So you know, you'd, yeah. you'd just you would be minding your uh, your handbag and your purse and your wallet and that kind of thing, just in terms of pickpockets. And yeah. people. I have to say, the first time I was there, I was there with a girlfriend of mine, Karen, and like that, two girls exploring South Africa by ourselves yeah. absolutely no issues oh, whatsoever yeah. and then in November there my husband and again I didn't have any different experience like safety wise yeah. as such because yeah. I had a my husband with me as opposed to a girlfriend so it's no the, no same. difference it's, we went down a couple of years ago to Barcelona and everyone was going oh be careful of all the pickpockets and that's around Barcelona not at all like yeah. you know yeah. once you're vigilant Jamie, you know? and you're not silly you're not not just leaving your handbag out beside yeah. you lots of money yeah, exactly not necessarily yeah. walking around with your ha- your phone in your hand yeah. and that you, kind like, of thing you, just like keep you your keep your keep your wits about you yeah. Yeah. So look, that, yeah. that's, that's 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 exactly yeah yeah um so that was cape town for the for the few nights where'd you go then so from there then we collected the car we didn't need the car in cape town so i always collected as the day i'm leaving so collected the car from the airport and it was literally 20 minutes and we drove to um, Stellenbosch. Okay. Or you can do, if you don't want to drive, if you don't want to go as far, you can go to Constantia. It's like another wine land in Cape Town. You love that. Or you can go up to <laughs> Stellenbosch or Franchuk. Yeah. But uh, the first time I was there, we did Stellenbosch. Um, Spear Hotel, absolutely amazing. Yeah. On its own vineyard. It's proper farm to table food it's for a foodie it's it's, it's foodie heaven i suppose mm. yeah. um, but isn't, isn't that cape town all over seems to be yeah, yeah. and actually <laughs> south africa in general yeah like the food in south africa in, in fairness it is amazing yeah. mm. the the meat and the steak if, if you're if you like your red meat it's definitely the and place to me, go i'm a carnivore yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> big big steaks and loads and loads of food it's it's if you like your red meat yeah, it's definitely the place to again, go. You're in heaven. It was a long time ago that I was there, but um, we went to a, a, a real traditional steakhouse. We were we were in, drinking in, in a bar in V&A one night. We got talking to another couple. They said, look, there's um, there's a steakhouse. So it was about 20 minutes drive okay. out beyond Camps Bay. It was mm-hmm. in a, what would have been a residential area. But we went in and there was like a, the flames were probably held about 15, 20 people. It was all it was. Oh, wow. And a big Afrikaans guy was literally throwing on slabs of yeah. meat, wow. slabs oh of it onto what was a, you know, the, the grill was there and it yeah. was flamed, all the flames chucked yeah, it on. Yeah, flame grilled. Yeah, yeah. it Delish. was amazing. Again, only, you know, 15, 20 people in the restaurant and so cheap, but best mm, steak yeah. ever. ever had. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Hun- amazing. But like, yeah, <laughs> oh even in South Africa, they um, have sort of like franchise restaurants like Spur Steakhouses and stuff like that and the Dross and they would be doing like, you know, you could get a really, really good, decent steak in there. And Spurs Steak Ranches is all like flame flame grilled, the yeah. same kind of thing. And it's great value as well. Like it's Yeah, like a, a meal, like a, like a steak meal would be 10, 12 euro. Whereas you'd pay 
25, 30. 25, 30 yeah. in yeah. Ireland. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that'll the value for money mm. is excellent when you're and there. Uh, Jill, tell us about Nando's. Oh, yeah. Oh. Jill's interesting <laughs> South African yeah. fact, well, number one. Everyone thinks Nando's is a Portuguese brand, but it was actually started in South Africa. So in a sort of... Uh, suburb called Rosettenville so it's just sort of in South Johannesburg and uh, it was a po- obviously a Portuguese or a mm. Mozambican guy that had started it but yeah. it originally started in South Africa in Rosettenville and it's kind of just grown to a global it's brand. Way less healthy in South Africa apparently. Well <laughs> yeah it's very very healthy here um, but yeah it's still it's still healthy in terms of a, a takeaway and also in South Africa it's more of a, a takeaway mm. uh, kind of um, meal restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Restaurant. as to opposed to like a sit down kind of meal is what okay. it would be here but it's um, it's still uh, it's still good like Nando's <laughs> is brilliant everywhere in the world it's, I'd it's say it's funny because we were walking over here no idea until Jill threw that out no, and you learn something new every day we do certainly yeah. on the pod so after you, so Stellenbosch you loved obviously because it's one loved right? Stellenbosch exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the connoisseur that yeah, I am not <laughs> But it's even like segueing through vineyards because the hotel is on its own vineyard. Um, so segueing through the vineyards or you do the vine hopper tour can be paid about 15, 20 euro. And that's like a little hop on, hop off bus that brings you from the six different vineyards it'll bring you to. And Spear Hotel where we're staying was one of the vineyards where mm. we were collected brought to five other vineyards and then brought back. And, and does that include tastings? Oh, doesn't, include the, doesn't include the tastings, but the okay. tastings was, let's say, 20, 25 rands, which worked out probably two euro for a tasting. So it was Sweet. really, really inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, brilliant. But sitting out and you just have rolling hills and the sun was beaming down. And you're just sitting outside tasting wine and it was just <laughs> amazing. Heaven, heaven. <laughs> heaven. <laughs> the weather in South Africa is brilliant, yeah. Say it again. The weather in South Africa is just brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a nice culture shock when you came to Ireland. Yeah, a little, a little bit of getting used to, but um, yeah, I do do miss the. You're used to it nice now. Warm, yeah. Done, yeah, yeah. Nice so summers. after Stellenbosch, then. So we drove an hour and a half then mm. to Hermanus. So Hermanus, then if you're a thrill seeker and you want to do the shark cage dive, and yeah. you'll do it from Gans Bay. Yeah. So Gans Bay is about thirty minutes outside Hermanus, but that'd be the main pickup point, yeah. or they'll do um, whale watching tours from there as yeah. well. That's, and that's, you that's did the, the shark one. I did my shark cage in Durban, actually, oh, okay. on the um, the Awaley shawl. Sh- um, so I did a cageless. So I snorkeled with the sharks. Have you not seen the video, Eleanor? I don't think I did. So. Oh, my So no God. cage. It was literally oh from God. the boat, jump in and snorkeled with the with the sharks. Oh, my God. Wild woman. The most surreal and scary experience ever. But I'm so glad that I did it, I have to say. Would you do Christ. it again? I, I, I would yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, I would. I would I not have seen the video. I would know. I would never fine. do it after seeing the video. I don't think I'd but do it in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> you tend to, you tend cage. to forget about the sharks, and it was more so. There's another boat coming How in, dropping passengers off. <laughs> I, they're kind of swimming in and around, and you see them, then you don't see them. But it was more so. I was conscious of the other boats. I was so close with another boat dropping more passengers oh. off. Um, I was a bit too close to that boat now and <laughs> yeah and then suddenly then there's a shark and they're thrown in chum and then the shark then comes so close to you and then oh takes no. obviously takes a chunk of it then oh my god and you're like oh my god that just happened right in front of me uh, no that's the <laughs> reverse, fact that you reverse, were afraid reverse. the fact or that you were afraid of a boat not the shark swimming around you they'll bump off yeah. you to, to move you out of their, out of their way oh my god. and it's so surreal getting bumped out of the way by a shark oh my god 
but yeah it was amazing amazing I'd need about 20 gins to recover from the shock I don't think you'd be allowed in the water (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is terrifying that was with um, Blue Wilderness Tours actually yeah so Durban's Awali Awali Shell but yeah amazing how long were you in the water for? we were in the water for I'd say about 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, but it felt like an hour or I'd more. A yeah. lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> felt like, yeah. Okay, you're a brave woman. You're a brave woman. Very brave. And did you go well watching? I didn't, know. No, we, mm. we had missed, we were there in, um, by the time we got to Hermanas, it would have been December, so mm. the whales would have would have left. Okay, they were gone. Yeah, yeah. their yeah. season is now sort of like May to October, I think. Okay, yeah, May, okay. Late November you might get some, but yeah. And then after Hermanas... So after Hamanas, we went to Nisna. So that was the the big drive. That was like a four and a half hour drive then. Yeah. And again, Nisna would be for whale watching tours. You come through Titsakama National Park. So again, if you're for families or if you're a thrill seeker, you can do bungee jumping. You can do zip lining through with a canopy treetop tours, white water rafting. Yeah. Um, like Titsakama Village has its own hotel, like with, with Marilyn's Diner and stuff. Like there's loads to do within the national park mm. and it's this the scenery is stunning um as as you're driving through mm. so quite a lot to do and then it's a, like Nisner was just a one night stop on the way to um Plattenberg Bay Plattenberg Bay yeah I remember yeah. Plattenberg Bay actually mm. again that's another whale really it's all up along there's the yeah, whale watching it's all <laughs> center yeah exactly it's mm. all centered around whales and sharks whales sharks exactly and, and adventure exactly mm. yeah like yeah. for a big for families and and couple the like and and thrill seekers because it's yeah. all action-packed you can wow. do like in Plettenberg Bay itself then you'd have um, Addo National Park you've Eden with like a cat sanctuary you've Monkey Land so there's lots to do like yeah. loads of days out that you can mm. plan loads of different excursions exactly yeah, yeah excursions you can do and, and they're all very inexpensive um, they'll range from about 20 euro per person up to 35 euro per person depending on on the tourist mm. not, nothing overly expensive no, no. and then after Plettenberg so after Plettenberg, then we drove to Port Elizabeth. We dropped the car and spent one night. I, the reason why I spent a night was because I wanted an early pickup for the safari to get the most of the safari, to okay. get the six drives in. When we had three three nights, you yeah. have six drives. So I wanted to, rather than arriving in the afternoon and missing out on a drive, I said I'd stay in Port Elizabeth for one night yeah. and then get collected early enough then the um, next day for safari. Was it Kruger? That no, we did the Eastern Cape. Okay. So we said a Pumba. So okay. we said in the Masenge Bush Lodge. Nice. So it's like your little detached cottage, you have your own private plunge pool overlooking the African plains. But it's it's amazing. With your own amazing. pet leopard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funnily he yeah. Well we 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 seen did see the leopard. Um but he's no longer allowed into the <laughs> the area where the the, the lodges are. Mm. Up until about two years ago. Oh really? They would have been able to roam roam. Really? A lot more freely than what they do now, yeah. God. Before Rach went, she would show me the itinerary and show me some some pictures, and there was a. I nearly had a heart attack when I seen this <coughs> video. Was, Stephen, look at this video, and it was the the largest that you were staying in, and there's a a, a, like lo- a, a lady had taken a video, um, and you could hear her saying in the background, "Look what just appeared on our decking," and sitting on the decking with outside the of a pit of the glass that this lady was filming through. Was a leopard just sitting there? Not just minding her own business, yeah. sunbathing in the sun on her yeah. decking. And I was oh like, my God. oh my God, <laughs> I'll probably die if that happens. <laughs> you know, having a shark 
move you out of the way, Grand. Leopard. But a leopard, I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I draw the line of the leopard, yeah. yeah. Oh my I don't God. blame you. It did look lovely. It had to it certainly like when when you were showing me that I was going, That is amazing. Okay, imagine because you, you you had your own private pool. Mm-hmm. So imagine sitting there cooling off in the pool. <laughs> leopard's and, just chilling. Yeah, it needs to needs to come and chill chill out as well. No, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No. But they, you probably would have heard me screaming all the way from, from <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> the lodges looked amazing, really. They are amazing, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. And your your full board it was all, actually all inclusive, beg your pardon. Um, all inclusive. So you have your, when you get up in the morning time, so you're like a typical day on safari, you get a phone call to your lodge at about half six. So you'll meet your ranger for seven. You have a muffin, pastry and a coffee. Mm. Go out for your morning uh, drive come back at our half nine ten and then it's a proper cooked breakfast mm. so you'll have your um south african eggs benedict with your biltong on the top oh, very your good. biltong shavings yeah. um <laughs> ah, and then so again you'll chill out for a few hours go to your pool or kind of play uh, the leopard play the leopard, exactly <laughs> or go to the spa you actually have a spa in in the safari nice. um and then it, then the time then it's, it's lunchtime it's, it's like it's one half one it's lunchtime and then you're out of your afternoon drive and then when you come back then again, freshen up and then it's dinner. You're just constantly fed when you're on safari, mm. actually. It's just food pretty good. all the time. So, exactly. so the, the lodges <laughs> are all built around a central restaurant hotel area. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have the main lodge and the main lodge then has your your restaurant, your indoor restaurant. You have a, an outdoor seating area. You have a boma area, like a little campfire with yeah. all the seats around it. You'll have your reception desk if you want to make a spa treatment. We did archery when we were there as well. Like little daytime yeah, activities. Yeah. Mm. Um, you can go fishing. They bring you out in a boat and you can go fishing on that. Um, and then the lodges then. In the Masenga Lodge, there's only about 15 lodges. Okay. So it's quite small and exclusive. Yeah. And then you'd have the River Lodge, which is the other side of the reserve. And it's set down on the river rather than over the over the plain area oh. and again it only has about 10 12 lodges as well mm. but the very same setup though it's your one main lodge and all the individual lodges are around it then and the, the safari drives like the morning afternoon and evening drives mm-hmm. they're they sa- i mean they're obviously amazing did you get to see everything did you we did we seen the big five exactly yeah mm-hmm. i think it was the the leopard was the most elusive yeah. so it was mm. the last yeah. day that we seen him <laughs> So, um, yeah. That's bizarre. Isn't it? The most elusive, yet he was sitting on someone. He was sitting there on somebody's yeah. deck, exactly. Yeah. I think when yeah. they put the fences up, they kind of scared him away a little yeah. bit. But um, like, all right, we won't come near you anymore. So No, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but it is. Scared him off. I mean, that's another bucket list thing is, is safari. It's, it's just it's so surreal and amazing. Yeah. How close. They're not afraid. No. Mm. They're not afraid of the vehicles because obviously they see them on a daily basis. Yeah. But then as the ranger explained, they see the vehicle as one big entity which mm. is bigger than, than it, so mm. it won't really bother with it and it's because it's bigger than it. Yeah. I was reading an article yesterday or the day before about kind of safaris and I think it was elephants are starting to migrate away from the like roads that they know the safari vehicles go on because... They don't want to be bothered by them. They don't want to be bothered by them, yeah. That um, they kind of... Migrate just a little bit away from them, I away from the I think the vehicles keep a, a good distance back, mm. though. They, they don't Im- intrude on their personal space. They give them plenty of space. And there's only ever going to be... A few vehicles at, at a, a time. One, si- one vehicle at a sighting, yeah. Mm. So yeah. they'll... Uh, the rangers will, will talk to each other on the on the, the walkie-talkie or on yeah. the a mobile phone. They have, like, a WhatsApp group between them. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
and like that they'll okay I'm at such and such a spot yeah. I have a lion or a leopard or a rhino or mm. a hippo or whatever um so they they don't crowd the animal yeah, yeah they yeah, don't yeah. Yeah, they give it yeah. space exactly yeah mm. but, but, the, uh, but these guides these rangers a, w- a wealth of knowledge yeah they're, they're and not just about big big animals like our ranger um Anne Marie, like she knew everything from like all like the flora and the fauna, yeah, 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 yeah. like from like birds and little like birds' eggs. We found like a little nest on the ground. She's like, oh, they're um, they're bottom feeder birds, so they'll nest on the ground rather than a tree. Mm. And just her knowledge was outstanding. Yeah. I have to say, she was just like a Wikipedia of <laughs> of, <laughs> uh, of animals. But they are they're they're, they're brilliant, they're mm. really, and they're so obviously they love animals. And there's no you know anything that might harm the animal as in you know if they see the animal is scared or mm. they won't let anyone shout or scream or take pic you know if anything's yeah. going to scare the animal they'll drive off they oh, don't exactly. care whether you want and to and I think they're so in tune yeah. with the animal as well yeah. Yeah. that if they see because I suppose our ranger explained to us when we were asking lots of questions um what would happen if an animal was to charge a vehicle mm. or and she's like an animal will, will give off so many warning signs before, before that happens that. Mm. exactly that's at a last resort it should never come that to it, that would ever exactly yeah. we would never come to that yeah. Yeah. because they're so in tune with the animal and its warning signs like mm. flapping of the ears for an elephant for example mm. or the stamping of a foot from a rhino. a rhino so they're well well equipped and well prepared and yeah. but yeah. in some in good sort hands. of like um, the Kruger National Park for instance that would have a self-drive option as well so like I know you went with a ranger as well but with the likes with Kruger Park and a few of the other parks you can kind of drive around on your oh own God. as well I don't so know if I'd fancy that no we don't yeah. yeah no like yeah there are some where you can kind of self-drive and kind of take your own own car in and because Kruger's a lot of national roads like main roads exactly yeah so there'd be proper like tarred roads and yeah. stuff through and like the Kruger is massive massive yeah, it's mm. like 19,000 kilometre squared or something yeah it's, it's really really big so with those you can kind of um, do self drives and, and that yeah, kind of thing the Eastern Cape is a lot of it's, it's all private reserves yeah. so you're off you're in 4 by 4 vehicles you're mm. off the beaten track you're it's, it's a bumpy yeah, bumpy but, ride but <laughs> I, I think I think personally having the one I done the Ranger made it Exactly. The yeah. Ranger made it. For I definitely. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would recommend going with the ranger because, yeah. like you say, they just for the know knowledge of the animal and, and yeah, and even if you're driving by yourself, you will know the signs of an animal about to charge. Yeah, <laughs> you'd probably never <laughs> well, find that's it. Exactly. You'd probably, yeah. you'd, I, I don't think you'd ever even find. Yeah, they, yeah look, you'd miss half but it's of even it. yeah because like the ranger would track them like I yeah. she, I noticed every so often she'd pull the she stopped the vehicle and she'd be looking on the ground for the tracks and that yeah. and yes and she kind of know like where like the watering holes are for instance where she like there's potential to see mm. certain animals and so on so yeah, they just have that knowledge and, and they work together as, as Wright said like yeah. they work together like these guys are in contact so look their job is to you know in in the jeep that they have they might have say 12 people it's their job to find as many of the big five as is possible in that drive or in the, the afternoon or evening drive whatever it might be so it's their job to find it so they'll all talk to one another and as you said they won't show up in, in packs one will leave and the other one can then drive exactly, in. So it's, yeah. it's of their interest as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. And how long are each of the drives? They're about two hours. Okay, that's Two fine. hours each, mm-hmm. two, two, two and a half, depending on if you know there's a chance you're going to see something spectacular. Mm. Like one of the mornings we were coming back and it was a particularly, it was an afternoon drive and it was a particularly really, really hot afternoon. It was well up into its 30s, so oh it was like God. pretty much unbearable. But um, 
we were heading back and the elephants had all come out of the out of the bush mm. and they were coming across to a watering hole. So we had the whole herd oh my God. walk right past us up to the watering hole. And we seen from like the the big mammy and daddy elephants to the tiny babies trying to get up on its two legs to get the water out. It was so, so cute. Mm. And then they were rolling around the mud then to protect themselves and from from the heat and ticks and stuff. Yeah, to cool themselves down. You you actually have this on video, don't you? I have it on video, yeah. We have to get them on to do a blog of some sort, will you? There is a South Africa blog that will be going out at the same time as this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We'll definitely get them videos, even the shark videos over. And And the the shark. Yeah, yeah, so anyone listening to the podcast will be able to go and see these videos. And it's the beauty of a GoPro yeah. came everywhere with <laughs> Get us. Get it all. They're, they're, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah. And was that so after your safari, um, was that it then? Did you, or did you go so somewhere? after safari, then we flew up to Durban then for, okay. for two nights. Yeah. yeah. And what was yeah. Durban like? So Dur- we stayed in Umschlange. Mm. So it's again, it's a more affluent area of, of Durban. Um, again, within the Oyster Box, which is a sister hotel to the Twelve Apostles. Okay. Yeah. So we started Red Carnation and finished Red Carnation. Oh. Um, but beautiful hotel, absolutely amazing. It's an iconic hotel with the the lighthouse and all its furnishings are kind of built around that. Um, and from there, then as I said, we we did the the shark snorkel. And who'd you fly with? So internally, it was South African Airways okay. from Port Elizabeth up to Durban. Yeah. And then it was Emirates home then again. So Durban, Dubai, Dubai, Dublin. And how long is the flight? Like From Dublin to Africa? So Dublin That's to Dubai was seven and a half hours. Yeah. And it was, I believe it was about eight hours no, sorry, tell a lie. Sorry, it was nine and a half from Dubai to Cape Town and it was eight from Durban to Dubai. Right. And, and in the same home then. Excuse my ignorance. Can you fly direct Dublin to Cape Town? No. You no. have to go through London at best, was it? Dublin, London, London, Cape Town okay. would be the best. Okay. Or I, I have flown with Turkish Airlines, Dublin, Istanbul, Istanbul, Cape Town as well. Isn't that, that's a, uh, like a strange direction to go, yeah. isn't it? No. I, I, I think they say for... Obviously, because there, there's no jet lag because they're the same yeah, yeah. timing as yeah, us, but I think it's more so... Yeah, I think it's about two hour difference. Yeah. Um, but for flight comfort, I think... The way they're divided up, okay. Turkish is meant to be one of the uh, a better route. Turkish are great airline. Yeah, exa- well, they are really good to, to fly with exactly. Airline. Yeah, um, yeah, because we we went Dublin, London, London, Cape Town when, when we went, and that was you know. A couple so it's of your hours short hop, and then it's your yeah. long. Yeah. About ten, eleven hours. Ten, eleven hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was great though. It's a long flight. Yeah, it was okay. Slept. You, ma- you managed. <laughs> I did manage it. I just slept. I literally and just slept. It. And when you get to Cape Town, um, is it far from the airport into the centre or? So from the airport to or like to the V and A waterfront area, it would be about twenty minutes. Yeah, about that. Um, about twenty minutes exactly. Yeah, and that. then it says we were out in Camps Bay, which would have been another 10, 15 minutes further on on okay. that main road. And the townships, there's actually tours. Yeah. into the townships isn't there you as can well? do Soweto yeah, from Johannesburg, Johannesburg yeah. yeah so you can see where Nelson Mandela's house was um, it's actually a famous street called Villakazi Street so it's the only street that has two two Nobel Pies yeah. <laughs> what prize winners oh, wow. yeah so it's uh, Nelson Mandela and I think it's Bishop Desmond, Desmond Tutu, Tutu. Tutu yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's just I think his family still lives in Soweto no way yeah oh really yeah so you could do that and there's also a hop on hop off bus tour through mm-hmm. uh, Soweto as well which is which is great. Um, so you get to see all of that. And I know uh, Nelson Mandela's house has been turned into a museum, a museum as well. So you can go in and 
have a look and see where he lived after. You're from Joburg. Is it Joburg you're from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Johannesburg. So just um, Albertson, just sort of south of Johannesburg. Mm. So it's about half an hour drive maybe from the airport. What's Johannesburg like, really? <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, it's a great city. It's like sort of the the big business sort of hub of yeah. South Africa, I'd say. And I mean, there is quite a bit to do there. Like you know, they have um, like the likes of Goldview City, which is a a big theme park that you can go to. The Apartheid Museum, I think, it's just beside that as well. So you can kind of go and visit that. Um, lots of like other kind of little places you can sort of go out of just like maybe about an hour outside of. Uh, Johannesburg to the Cradle of Humankind, which is a UNESCO heritage site mm-hmm. as well, where it has the uh, Sturkventine Caves, which you can kind of see, and it's kind of just seen the first kind of steps of man, and you know there was right. sort of all that kind of historical yeah. findings and fossils and so on that they they'd found there, and that's only about fifty kilometers northwest, I think, yeah, northwest of the city. So, so I mean the whole like South Africa, like when people are getting onto right in, in the worldwide department and saying. I want to go to South Africa. Like, how, you know, what do they, what do they want? What can they expect, or how do you break it down from them? I think for their first time, it's Cape Town, the guard route, and a safari. Or if they don't have an awful lot of time, mm. it'll be Cape Town, the Winelands, and a safari as well. Because okay. you can do Aquila Safari from Cape Town. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half to an hour and three quarters of a drive. So if you're short on time still want to do South Africa, um, you could easily do it in a week mm-hmm. where you do your three nights in Cape Town, your two nights Wineland and two nights safari and then come home. I think for if you've been there a second and third time is when you go up to Kruger. Yeah. Up to the other up to the other Cape, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. The other the But for your first time it's mainly Cape Town Garden Route Safari. So the garden route goes from in Cape Town up All to the way Noisna, down. Up so the garden route will start and let's say um, come out of Cape Town from Hermanus pretty much down to let's say Port Elizabeth and, and beyond. Okay, so that's all the garden route. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, look, you know, do people go to Joburg and Durban or they be part of the stops or would that be a different type of holiday? So their flights up. I suppose if you want to do let's say the battlefield or Kazula Natal, mm. you'd be doing Durban and Johannesburg. Yeah. Like the Drakensberg Mountains. They're a bit more specialist I suppose if you've been there before and yeah. want something different still want a South African experience but want something different to Cape Town you'd be up yeah. Johannesburg and the Drakensberg mountains are just they're stunning really really beautiful hikers there's a lot of hiking trails yeah. that, that you'll do up there exactly and, and in the worldwide department you will tailor tailor, so tailor as a rule everything. you'll get people who come on and most of the time not that they won't know what they want but that you'll guide them exactly so you'll say look mm-hmm. This is the best time Ask to them do. how long they want to be away yeah. for, exactly. Yeah. What they had in mind, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and, and we'll tailor everything. Yeah, so that's and that's that's how it works. It's not like, it's not like a 740 night. There's no set night. itinerary, yeah. exactly. Everything is built to what you want to get out of your holiday. But Brilliant. even on the South Africa page on our website, you have some suggested I, itineraries. Suggested itineraries, exactly. So and actually as not as expensive as you'd think. No, I mean like 1,399 for seven nights, yeah. flights. And that'd be your Cape Town Winelands and Safari. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. really, really good. And I think yeah. I saw Excellent one, value. one that was South Africa and Mauritius. Mauritius, and exactly. it was less than really 4, popular for honeymoons. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that that is that's a huge. You're right. That's a huge popular thing because yeah. you know on a honeymoon, bit of adventure, myself, bit of chilling. Trying to get myself in trouble exactly. here. You don't want to just go to a, a place um, as a honeymoon couple just for a week and do you know do nothing. Um, 
I, I am going to get myself in trouble. If that's what you want to do, if you want to chill out after the wedding, exactly, it's, it's such a stressful time. Yeah, that, if you want to just chill out, that's an option. But if you're looking for something different, if it's a bucket list, as you said, mm. you're only going to do a honeymoon once, and you want something a bit more um, unique. Unique, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you have. You can do like a, a three-week experience and do your two weeks in South Africa and then a week in Mauritius, then just to totally unwind yeah but you, you also don't you also get people doing because as you said earlier on you fly via dubai you get people who will you know spend four or five nights two. in dubai exactly and then another sort of seven or eight nights then in south africa so it's the two centers like that oh it's, it's easily well. twin center two, mm. two center three centers yeah. exactly yeah depending yeah. again it all depends on how long you want to be away for where you Budget. are comfortable budget-wise yeah. exactly but there's a south africa for everybody yeah no Definitely, definitely top of the bucket list now. I know I said it already, but that is my number one bucket list. <laughs> and it's if you need any more reminding, I could just show you my pictures again. I'll want to see them again. We're, we're <laughs> going to put the videos up after this podcast. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so I think that is a must visit for everybody. And now we've got the expert, Rachel, who will be able to guide them, lead them by the hand, do the perfect itinerary. Yeah? Exactly. Good. And once you do Cape Town, we'll send you off to Johannesburg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see Jill's hometown. Yep. <laughs> it's a great spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go back tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I literally would. Because there's so mm. much to do. Like, it's I just suppose, beautiful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just, just so stunning. They're just yeah. so friendly, hospitable. Um, the weather's fab as well. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Like, yeah. The weather. Well, that that, that helps. It's in the opposite to here. Yeah, so spring day in South Africa is like the first of September. And then it just gets warmer and warmer. And then, yeah. So I go Mira and that Christmas day time on is safari, middle of it summer. was like 34, 35 degrees. Like it was unhuman. I was like, thank God for that private pool thing. You just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just yeah. off and get and into that. Yeah, exactly. How cold does the winter get? The winter, it's strange. It's a different kind of cold. I'd almost prefer the cold here than at home just because it's so dry at home. And mm. as well, like it can get from, you can maybe go from like eight or nine degrees, but then the minute the sun goes away, you're minus two, minus yeah. three, and mm. it's just that big drop, whereas over here, you only kind of feel like it's a... It's a consistent a cold. Of, yeah, it's like, you, and you get used to it. It's not like, you know, eight or nine degrees and minus two. We were there, two, and yeah. like, oh, we were there in June, which would have been winter. their winter time. Yeah. And like that, the very first day, we were out in safari, and um, we had arrived, it was a cr- it was a cracking day. Like, to us, it in its high teens, early twenties, let's say, but this was in their winter time, and so we had like little light tops on, and we we're going out <laughs> on safari. And this couple had come down from Durban, yeah, and they were in their like jacket, like yourself. They had like scarfs, and they had like a balaclava, and I was like, <laughs> they were looking at us up as if we had ten heads, and, and I was looking at them as if they had ten <laughs> heads, and we we're like. This is roasting. And they're like, no, yeah. no, no. I'm telling you now, it's going to get cold. It's going to get cold. Wait until the sun goes down. The it'll get the cold. the sun goes, it's Baltic. But even still, like, as I said, I had like a light chiffon top, I suppose. Um, and even when the sun went down, it was it wasn't enough. It wasn't cold enough for balaclavas <laughs> and oh, gloves yeah. and hats. And I was yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, I went back for my sister's wedding in June. Yeah. Um, like not June past, but the previous one, and I was I was the same. I was in a t-shirt and stuff, and my mom and my sister and my dad were like, "Would you just put on a jumper? It's freezing." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, this is not." This way, this <laughs> but is not I me. think yeah, we're kind of used how to quick yeah. I, you, you kind of get, get used to the different yeah. Yeah. different change. Yeah, so yeah. brilliant, great. Thanks, everyone.
that's it for this week on the click and go travel podcast thanks to rachel jill and Stephen, and as always thank you for listening Stephen and i hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations that we've been covering if you have any questions or suggestions drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com if you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes please subscribe rate it or leave a review on apple podcasts share it and spread the word Next week, we'll be delving into Stephen's favourite destination that he finally gets a chance to talk about. It's Turkey. So until then, goodbye.